when I do bet, I use one site, one site only, and you've heard it here for a long time. We're talking about DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports bet partner of the UFC this weekend. You got big UFC heavyweight fight and can win money and bet with DraftKings Sportsbook. You got Cyril Gaon versus Volkov. He used to have that Moana tattoo, but he said, I don't want that anymore. He switched it to the Japanese samurai mask, so good for him. You got the playoffs. You got the Suns. Clippers, make money. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. All right, use promo code BTB when you sign up. You got NBA uh, playoffs popping. That's code BTB, all right, to make money with DraftKings Sportsbook. For limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Winnings paid out. Insight credits, depending on what you bet on. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, one 800 with it. Today's episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by the Kratom Experts at Super Speciosha. Man, if you've never heard of Kratom, it's a herbal supplement, all right, kind of like CBD, but instead of coming from the cannabis plant, it's from something closer to a coffee tree. People use it every day. <coughs> Chin, <coughs> myself, we don't do anything without a little Kratom flowing through our veins. I can't emphasize enough how important Kratom is in my life. Whatever you want to do, man, it puts my mind to another level, all right? I love Kratom, but you can't just trust any Kratom. You can't trust it. It's the Wild West. So you got to go to someone who's reliable and they use the real deal. And if you're going to try it, if you're going to try Kratom, it has to be from Super Speciosha. It has to be, all right? Those others, you can't trust them, all right? You just can't. We have no idea what to put in it. With Super Speciosha, you know exactly what they're putting in. That real deal, holy field Kratom, man. And they're giving you guys 20% off. So go to GetSuperLeaf.com slash BTB. That's GetSuperLeaf.com slash BTB. Enter the promo code BTB to get 20% off. That's GetSuperLeaf.com slash BTB. Promo code BTB. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place But I keep the ground with T.I.K. This is the best I've ever felt Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt It's time to go below the belt What is up, fam? It is Monday, Monday, Monday. Beautiful Monday. I'm rocking my Yeezys. The real deal, Yeezy son. What's happening, kids? Happy Father's Day to all you papas out there. Yesterday is Father's Day. My dad was in town. First time he's seen his grandkids about both of them together. He saw Tiger when I got my black belt in Denver, but first time he saw a uh, little baby Boston uh, in about 18 months. My dad locked it down for the pandemic. Uh, what Brian say there? Yeah, that's a picture of my dad working out with us at Zoo Culture. Uh, Monday through Saturday, me and the squad, Chappelle and Mark, work out at Zoo Culture to get swole. My dad came up there, showed us a few things. Showed us a few freaking things. Papa's in shape. Papa's in shape. Uh, yeah, Father's Day, man. Shout out to all the dads out there. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I get a framed picture. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean that, that, that works for me, you know. It was a dope framed picture of me and my son. It's me uh, tying on his first jiu-jitsu belt. That's, That's all picture. I ask for is pictures. I asked for it, by the way. Pictures and pictures. Um, it was a good fight week, though. Good fight week. Uh, usually we kick off with UFC in here, but I'm going to kick off with this. 
you know, my girl was born and raised in Guadalajara, came over here when she was 10. So super, <laughs> super Mexican, as Mexican as it gets. And, you know, I think we talked a little bit about Anderson Silva fighting Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. But, you know, it's, you know, it's whatever. It's not whatever. My house threw a goddamn fiesta and uh, there was every Mexican food you can imagine. And they were diehard fans. It was the most Mexican production I've ever seen from the commentators to the mariachi bands uh, nonstop. And it was weird because kind of a it was a tribute show to Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., the legend. You know, Julio was 82 and 0 before he lost a fight. Talking about one of the greatest boxers of all time, walking legend. You know that uh, I got balls deep in Julio uh, Cesar Chavez after this fight, by the way. I looked into him. Obviously, I knew who he was, but when you look up how big of a deal he was, he fought in front of the biggest crowd of all time. So when we see like Anthony Joshua in England, you know, it's like 70, 80,000 fans, maybe 90. Getting crazy, 90 Wimble, uh, Wembley holds how many, Chin? So I, I think it's around 70 or 80. Might be 90, but between 70 and 90. Your boy, Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., fought in front of the biggest live 90. They go, nine, and that's a big deal. That's a big deal. 90,000 fans? That's insane, dude. Good for him. Your boy, Julio, Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., Fought in front of the biggest live crowd of all time, 136,000 fans in his heyday. 136,000 freaking people in the same goddamn stadium chanting his name. It's nutsos. He's a walking legend. So, you know, he, he's basically the, the president of Mexico, walks around and just gets free stuff, and they roll out the red carpet. Even to this day, I think he's 60. So he was fighting, but it was like a tribute show because he fought Hector Camacho Jr., who's Hector, Hector Camacho Sr.'s son. If you know a thing or two about Hector Camacho, um, legendary boxer, I, he's Puerto Rican. He was uh, a big deal. And him and Julio Cesar Chavez uh, Sr. had you know their legendary fight. His son was a professional boxer, and so he was going to get revenge for his dad. It was a four-round exhibition match. Uh, they had headgear on. Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. looked every bit. Not, he looked goddamn good for a 60-year-old. He looked fucking good. But he had headgear on. He wanted to take it off, but his family like stepped in the ringtone, put it back on. He's just a real warrior. Still went to the body, stuff like that. that that's an exhibition. They, really, they went a little bit to the head, but you know, it was very Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. style. We know what's going on here. Uh, but the real fight was uh, Julio Chavez Jr. Um, versus Anderson Silva. Dude, Anderson Silva put on a clinic on this dude. And what here's here's the shame. So the way this card was billed was his youngest son fought, lost. His son, who's a professional boxer, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., fought Anderson Silva in a real fight, lost. And then the dad went. And when they asked the dad what he thought of his sons, he goes, they didn't train hard enough. They're, they're too lazy. They're, they're gonna, he's basically, like, before the fight, he's like, they're going to lose. Like, they just don't put in the work like they should. And it's such a shame because Julio C Cesar Chavez Jr., he's always been that guy who, he's a bit of a fuck-up, isn't he? You know, he's the undisciplined, you know, he missed weight for this one. He used to fight, I think, 168. You know, he came in around 180-something plus. So he had to forfeit $100,000 to Anderson Silva. And a lot of people, you know, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., say what you want about the guy. He, he can box, man. You know, his dad's a, you know, a legend. And he can box. He's just, 
you know, he grew up, his dad's one, the biggest Mexican boxing legend of all time. So he's a little lazy, you know, he'll, he'll miss workouts. He got kicked out of uh, wild card with Freddie Roach because he was just smoking weed and wouldn't show up for, for camp. So they stopped working together. He's just kind of been this kind of sad story, you know, he went, especially when your dad's Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. Uh, there's a big shadow to, to get out from underneath. And I think he would have more appreciation from the fans if he was more disciplined. I think they can handle him losing, but I think it's the discipline thing. Now, his daddy struggled with drugs too, but he still was 82 and 0 for God's sakes. So there's just a difference there. Dude, when I tell you, like, you know, my girl's family, Guadalajara, born and raised, and this was in Guadalajara, so that, you know, there's all the Mexican food in the world. There's fucking their drinks and, you know, cortata and fucking chilerano and all that shit. And they, you know, flame hot Cheetos all over the goddamn place. And so they have that going on. And they were like, oh, Chavez Jr. is going to whoop his ass. And I was like, hey, maybe. You know, Anderson Silva's, some say the GOAT, especially striking. He's always wanted to box. Boxing's always been his cup of tea. You know, Muay Thai is what he's known for. But the dude can fucking box. Remember when he wanted to fight Roy Jones? And Dana was like, nope. But that, that was like, Roy Jones wasn't too old then. Anderson Silva was in his prime. There, that fight was so close to happening. Um, but it just got the kibosh. So, you know, Anderson's older now. Yeah, I would assume he's on TRT. Good for him. I'd assume uh, Cesar Chavez Jr. is not going to pass the drug test either, so fair game. Dude, Anders Silva outclassed this dude. It says split decision there. This thing was not a split decision. It was eight rounds, and I would say maybe Julio won two, three if I'm from Mexico. You know, Anders Silva, five rounds, and pretty easy work too. Kind of lit him up. And you can tell even by the their face, like Anderson went to work, man. And what's crazy is, uh, you know, it, it's also, you know, the reason why uh, Canelo is my is my family's entire household when he fights. It's like the Super Bowl every time he fights. He's from Guadalajara, right? So he's the pride of Guadalajara. He was ringside. His hero growing up was Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. But uh, he came over and gave Anderson Silva props, too. And there's this narrative, and you'll see Stephen A. Smith talk about it, like with Jake Paul, when he's like, I need to see him fire a box. I see this. Some of these MMA guys can buy. I don't get what where people don't understand is like a guy like Anderson Silva, a guy like Woodley, a lot of these guys, you know, it's mixed martial arts. So I know you, you think of it as grappling wrestling, which they can do, but they have straight up boxing coaches and they've had it for over 10 years. Like the, a lot of these guys can fucking box, like Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz, they can box. Box, box, dude. They can straight up box. They would go to uh, Andre Ward's camp and do work. Like they're in these legit gyms, these le like legendary boxing gyms, getting work. You know, they're, the so when people go, ah, it's just an MMA guy, dude. I, I think guys like Anderson Silva. I think you're gonna see with Vitor Belfort and uh, uh, Oscar De La Hoya. I'm sure it's in your current events, Jen. Mm -hmm. You know, Vitor's probably gonna beat his ass. Like these guys can fucking box, dude. Now, can they be, are they Lomachenko or, you know, or are they oh, a Charlo bro? No, because they have to worry about other stuff. But these guys can fucking box you and you're learning, you know, Anderson Silva, by all means, should have lost that fight. But he didn't. He beat the shit out of him. I think he's a legit boxer. Legit boxer. I know he's lazy and misses weight and smokes weed and doesn't really care because his dad has all the money in the world. But kid can box. He's decades his entire life to boxing and has a lot of pressure on him, but he can box. Tell you what, man, your boy lost some money this weekend betting. 
But I'm not too mad. What I did bet on was the Nets to win game seven. My boy Durant did everything he could to put money in my pocket, but it still wasn't enough. His toe was on the line. It wasn't a three. It was a two-pointer. Damn it. Size 17 screwed me. But when I do bet, I use one site, one site only. And you've heard it here for a long time. We're talking about DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports bet partner of the UFC this weekend. You got big UFC heavyweight fight and can win money and bet with DraftKings Sportsbook. You got Cyril Gaon versus Volkov. He used to have that Moana tattoo, but he said, I don't want that anymore. He switched it to the Japanese samurai mask, so good for him. Maybe that's a good sign, so bet on him. He is an underdog against Cyril Gaon. You got the playoffs. You got the Suns, Clippers. You got the freaking Atlanta Hawks. Versus the Greek Freak and the Milwaukee Bucks. If you're going to bet, bet with DraftKings Sportsbook. Make money. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. All right, use promo code BTB when you sign up. You can bet on this weekend's heavyweight fight night with the UFC. They're the official sports betting partner of the UFC, so why not use them? Cyril Gaon versus Volkov. It's going down. You also got Javante Davis, huge favorite, coming up in weight. You got a lot of fights to bet on, a lot of sports to bet on. You got NBA uh, playoffs popping. That's code BTB, all right, to make money with DraftKings Sportsbook. For limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Winnings paid out. Insight credits, depending on what you bet on. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by the one, the only. If you have ED, I got you covered, man. You need not to worry, man, because Blue Chew, Blue Chew got you covered. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra Cialis, but in chewable form. We got you covered, man. It's a fraction of the cost. Take any time, day, night. Full stomach, empty stomach, I don't care, man. Get that wiener right, dog. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. It's all done online. No awkward conversations with the doctor. None of that. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew got you covered, man. So if you could benefit from a little extra confidence, when it's time to go, Blue Chew can help. And I got a deal for you guys. Blow the belt listeners and viewers. You get to try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code SHOB, S-C-H-A-U-B, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code SHOB, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details, important safety information. And I thank Blue Chew for being part of the podcast. He has to feel some type of way because the way his dad embraces Canelo and the way Canelo looks at his dad, it has to hurt because, you know, his dad called Canelo up to be a cornerman in the middle of the fight. It's like the second or third round. He's like, get up here, get up here. And Canelo takes his jacket off and jumps up there. And then after the fight, you know, it's just a celebration of Julio Cesar Chavez senior after the fight. Uh, Canelo tells him in Spanish, my girl had to translate that. He's like, you're the reason why I started boxing. You know, you're, you're my hero. You're, you're the person I want to be. And that there has to be, if you're his, like, if I, if my son is telling that to another grown man, I would be furious, dude, furious. He, he has to feel some type of way. It's just, you know, it's just, Hey man, Cano's the pound for pound best boxer and face of Mexican boxing right now. So Julio Chavez uh, Jr. is kind of shit out of luck. They also fought and Canelo beat the fuck out of him. Should have fought for the naming rights. That's what he should have done. That's what should have been on top. Fuck money. 
How about how about you rename yourself Julio Chavez Jr.? How about I take your goddamn name and your dad? How about we fight for your dad? That's what they should have fought for, your dad. Fight for dads, Father's Day. Fight to see who's your son. That'd be sick. Anderson Silva looked fucking good, though, man. Looked really, really good. Really, really good. He had big nog in his corner. Look at Anderson. Yeah, vintage. Dude. That was beautiful. A TRT Anderson ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. just is like, it's in his hometown. You know, your dad's on the same. It's a tribute to your dad. You still couldn't get your shit together to make weight? What do we got to do, dude? How, what, how, what the fuck? What, how many things do you have to have in your corner to get motivated, dude? God damn it. You miss weight. You don't look good. You get beat up by a non boxer and your dad's the main event. God damn it, dude. God damn it. That's how it goes. Yeah, his record's 52 and 5. So it's not like he's some punk, you know? He's no bitch. Uh, the former WC middleweight champion missed weight by two pounds on Friday and was fined 100,000. Marked at least the third time in his career that he's missed weight. Yeah, I mean, what are we doing? Anderson was 46. 1 and 1. 1 and 1. I, he fought in boxing before, maybe one time. years ago, right? Yeah. yeah, he looked good. I don't know what's next for Anderson, but. He looked pretty fucking good. Remember there's rumor that Logan and Anderson were going to fight. Yeah, so I think even Jake Paul, I, I think Silva said he would box either brother, but then Jake Paul said he admires Anderson and he wants him to fight on the undercard with him, and he wants him to go against Roy Jones like he wanted to before in the past. Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. So it's like tired. a real fight. Yeah. And that, yeah, could, you know, Anderson probably... You know, after seeing him against uh, Chavez Jr. there, Anderson probably going to handle them Paul bro- bros. That, that, that wouldn't be the best yeah. fight for either of them. That dude can fight. There's uh, UFC on as well. Jen, I eat Korean barbecue. Yeah, can't wait, dude. The whole crew? The whole crew. Yep. However many people you want. All right. Done deal. Cap is 10. Uh, but as you said in your text after the fight, I, so right before the fight started, I said, let's go Ige mm-hmm. with a Hawaiian flag. Yeah. But they don't do a Hawaiian flag, so it was like this Hawaiian flower. It's like whatever. a rose or something, yeah. You understood what I was going for there. Yep. Um, as you said in your text, after the fight, we all win because yeah. we're all eating Korean barbecue. We all win. But we don't because <laughs> I got to pay a ton of money to fucking feed you and your family now. So that's cool. Thank you. It was it. just, you know, Danny Gay. It's not that he fought bad or anything like that. Just stylistically, it was, a, it was just a tough night in the office. You know, he did well in the fifth round. Um, the judge gave it 48 47. I didn't see that. Four, I have it 49 46. I'd give Ige probably the fifth round, I guess. But you know, fifth round is coach like, hey, dude, we need a finish here. And he, he went out and looked for it. And you know, the, the leg kicks were, were, were beast form. Um, just Korean Zombie, just too skilled. He has too much uh experience in there. He just he just got the job done, as John Attic said. I, I think. Either Bisbing or uh, Dominic Cruz said it too. Like ex- this was an experience when, you know, Korean Zombie was just so calm, collected. Dan Ige really didn't bring anything to the table that Korean Zombie hadn't seen before. And just kind of, it was an easy day in the office for him, unfortunately. Dan Ige just had a baby too. Baby was cage side. I'm like, ooh, oh, I hate man. seeing that. I know. Dan Ige would be all right, though. Yeah. He's going to be all right. Um, the heavyweights with uh, Olenek and Spavak. If Olenek, especially in that second round when he got him in that uh, submission that he's known for, it's kind of a neck crank. It's kind of like a bully neck crank. Um, that's his. That's his move. Your it's your your arms in. It's like a, he's on the side and he's uh-huh. like cranking on your fucking neck. He got it, but there's like 15 seconds to go. If he, if you would have gave him 
10 more seconds, he would have won that fight like he always does via submission. But he had his back a lot of time. He has back in the, in the first round. You know, I guess I would have gave that Spivak the, the fight. I, I, you know, he spent a lot of time on his back, a lot of time, you know, with, with Olnick on his back. I guess he outstruck him. You know, leg kicks were good, but I, I kind of was leaning towards Olenek. Uh Vera looked good. Uh, Matt Brown looked unbelievable. You see that yeah. walk-off home run yeah. KO. Uh, Bruno Silva looked amazing. Um, but my boy Cheeto fought as well. Where's Cheeto at? On Third that? one here. Oh, I didn't see. Oh, yeah. there he is. Yeah, Marlon Vera. Uh, I said Marlon yeah, Vera, but yeah, Cheeto, Cheeto. Cheeto, that was your fight of the night. That fight was fantastic. Definitely 30-26 across the board, but some of those you know, judges just get it wrong. 29-28, what'd you watch? So shout out to Cheeto getting back on the winning track. That was the best fight of the night by far. Good card, though. Told you guys it'd be a fun card. Not pay-per-view, but good fucking card, man. Really good card. And then uh, I did watch um, Roy McDonald get absolutely robbed over uh, Gleason Tibau. Split decision. Uh, it, it, it by no means, and I watched it twice. I just don't see what the fuck they're watching. PFL's strange, man. Um, PFL's really strange because Rory goes on in that tournament that they have, but the guy who beat him doesn't because they yeah. have that point scoring system. Because of previous fights, yeah. Isn't it weird? It is weird. And then my my boy from Denver uh, fought, and he won. He beat the shit out of that Brazilian kid who won the Ultimate Fighter. He won, but then he doesn't move on. The other kid moves on. So they, they have a glitch in their system where it's like, I, all right, I guess I'll watch this guy fight. But, yeah, Roy McDonald got absolutely robbed, completely robbed. It's a shame, man. It's a real shame. Roy just doing the goddamn thing. Tons of injuries, just still doing the goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the no nonsense right there with the glasses. <laughs> the ref cam. Oh, is that the ref cam? Yep. And he's super excited. He actually, Gleason even said later on that he admits that it was a surprise. But then after that, the day after, he said he watched the fight and he said uh, he doesn't see how. What's the fight? I can't give Roy McDowell the win. It was it wasn't an easy fight. We know it was a tough one, but I was way more effective with my strikes, hunting him down. He was kind of running away a little bit. I think it could have been a different result. Next time, I'll knock him out. Nah, you won't, though. You lost that one. I guess you had good octagon control, if that's what they want to say. You definitely didn't win that fight. But again, it doesn't matter. You're not moving on the tournament. You have no chance to win the belt. The, their system's completely flawed. Where I'm sure the hardcore is like, no, we saw them lose, and, but they won't notice at all. The, the, the casuals will have no clue. But for the rest of us, like, well, how's this guy on the tournament if he's moving on? I guess it's good for Rory, though. You know, it's so strange, man. Yeah, Chris Camozzi looked fantastic. Wow. Not in the tournament. Not in the tournament. Yeah. But the guy that he lost, but that he beat the shit out of moves on in the tournament. <laughs> Way to go, PFL. Hell yeah, dude. Way to figure things out. Watch the Ultimate Fighter season. Or, yeah, it's their newest season, uh, episode three. It's fun. There's not a lot of drama between the coaches. You know, pretty too mild manner coaches. So you're not going to get it there. Sure as fuck not getting the Rashad Rampage or uh, Ronda Misha Tate uh, drama with it. Or Connor Uriah, even though they didn't fight. You're not getting that drama. Or TJ Cody Garbrandt. There's not that. There's not the animosity there. Um, 
But, the, but again, the talent's insane. Again, it was a stud wrestler from West Virginia uh, versus a striker, striker from uh, ATT, and not the most fun-filled fight. I had high hopes for this uh, wrestler. Who's, he's 3-1. and one. The guy's fight was 3-0. and oh. I was rooting for the kid who was 3-0 and because oh he was a baby, uh, and uh, he just had the baby that went into the house. That can't be easy. Okay. So I was rooting for him, but I thought he was going to be in trouble because the wrestler actually picked this guy. Um who is on Team Ortega. So it's Team Volkanovski versus Team Ortega. And the wrestler on, I think it was Team Ortega, or I forget which team he is. Might be Vol- uh, Team Volkanovski. Stud wrestler, complete stud, national champion high school, stud in at West Virginia. I mean, just couldn't put it together. Was sitting back on his heels, just trading shots. Like, dude, fucking wrestle, dude. The point, it's a tournament. The point's to move on. However you got to win, move on. It was just a boring fight, and had a, I had such high hopes for this fight, but um, that's not the way to earn a UFC contract. Because if you go out on your shield and you look good, even if you lose, you'll get invited back in some capacity if they dug the fight or you have that exciting fighting style. The kid speaks well. His name's Rhino. He had a funny story that they call him Rhino because he was at some frat party at West Virginia, and he went in, didn't know anybody, and uh, everyone was drunk. And they go, what's your name? He goes, Ryan. And the kid goes, what's your name? He goes, Ryan. And the guy uh, got in the sound system goes, everybody, this guy's name is Rhino. And he's like, so from then on out, they just called me Rhino. So it works for fighting. Is this the names? It says Enter the Rhino. Enter the Rhino. Um, what's the kid's name? Uh, Ryder Newman. Newman. Ryder the Rhino Newman. Not very Rhino-like in that fight. He just never, ever pulled the trigger. Just sat back and got his leg ate the fuck up. So frustrating. I'm like, dude, this is your shot. This is your fucking shot, man. And you just never did it. Never did it. Mm-mm. Other than that, though, watch that. Watch Charlo. Did you, you anybody watch the Charlo fight in here? It was fucking entertaining. So Charlo beat the fuck out of this poor Mexican dude. This Mexican zombie had the weirdest fighting style you've ever seen. He was kind of southpaw the whole time, but you can't even say he's southpaw. He, his feet were parallel, like squared up, just walking forward. Montiel, Juan Montiel, Juan Montiel, the Korean zombie, the fucking Mexican zombie, the zombie of Mexico would just eat shots, get, I'm, I'm talking, just get lit the fuck up for the first eight rounds and just keep walking forward, man. It was nuts. Eventually just weird uh, Charlo out and would land some good shots, man. And I'm, I'm sure Charlo's getting heat online for not knocking him out, but good luck, dude. This kid made the fight. This kid made the fight. At 160, this kid fucking made the fight. He cut him. And he just kept coming forward, dude. It was so exciting. That Mexican style, you know they're tough. This kid's on a different zombie toughness scale. You think Korean zombie's tough? You need to check out this Juan Montel. I would definitely watch his next fight. I mean, you're glad Charlo won, but you're definitely a fan of this fucking Mexican zombie. God damn, did he get lit the fuck up. Charlo looked good, though. Hopefully something good for him next. They asked him what's next. He said, uh, Triple G. I wonder if that can happen, though. You know, you know how boxing is. But a good weekend of fights, man. I lost some money, not in the fights. Uh, made some money in the fights. Lost money betting on game seven of the Nets. I forgot. Oh, Harden and Kyrie are out. They have nobody else. The the fucking five of us in here might as well be out there with Kevin Durant. Nobody else touches the ball. Nobody. And then he fucking hit that. There's 
Three seconds left. They're down two. He hits basically every bit of a three-point at the last game fucking buzzer beater, but his toe was on the line, so he gave him two points. Then you go into overtime. Everyone's just fucking exhausted. Then the Greek freak took over. Real shame. How bad does the NBA want it? They're, they're praying. They wanted it to be Brooklyn versus Clippers. Not happening. Clippers aren't being the Suns. How bad will ratings be if it's the Suns versus the Hawks? The show will get bigger ratings. It would be a complete nightmare for the NBA. The ratings are already in the tank for multiple reasons, but that would be a real shit show. Just because I want to see him sweat a little, I would love to see it. Uh, the Utah Jazz versus Atlanta Hawks, just for the ultimate low ratings. It would have been hilarious. And then the Sixers, as usual, Philly, you shit the bed. Your boy Joel Embiid is not the answer, is he? Goes away when it's time to count. And then BJ Simmons, oh, you don't like to shoot and can't shoot? Oh, cool, you get paid millions of dollars to play basketball but you can't shoot? That's fun, dude. Great defense, though. Definitely in traded. All right, Jim, what do you got? <laughs> There was one more uh, boxing match over the weekend, and this, uh, this is a guy you should all, all look out for. Uh, Niall, the monster Inui. He's like a knockout like king. Watch, check all of his fights here. The majority is knockouts. Uh, God, yeah, he's a real fucking monster. literally a monster. Yeah, I'll show you his uh, body shot knockout that, that he did this weekend. Oh, so yeah. he, got, he dropped him with three different body shots. So that hit him later. And I'll show you this one here. This is a crazy one. God, that, dog, yeah. he's a savage. And he does another one. And then it's over. Oof. Yeah, he's a freak. He's really a monster. Straight up monster. Straight up monster. He couldn't look any more Japanese, by the way. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Is, Even his eyebrows. A lot of Japanese fighters Japanese as tweeze their eyebrows. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And he has that fucking BTS haircut as well. Yeah. With the with the dyed tips. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm a fan. Just like Takanori. Yes. Uh, one quick or thing BTS, with... Whatever you want. Or BTS. So Korean Zombie, he said he fought with a... Or he didn't say. His coach said he fought with a dislocated shoulder. The same shoulder when he fought Jose Aldo that popped out. I guess it popped out and popped back in. Well, you couldn't tell. No, and that happened in the second round. God, he looked good. Oh, so, th so the black belt, too. What do you think of this? So usually when people are awarded a black belt, they usually get a submission, right, or something like that? Or is that how it works? Not necessarily. Like, okay. You have good grappling. Like, he, he had really good grappling. Control, like, for his, sure, yeah. His body lock was sick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. He almost had him out a few times. But Dan Ige is also a black belt, so he had, like, good uh, hand fighting and you mm -hmm. know, did the baseball control with two hands. Like, he, he, he controlled the fuck out of him. They gave him his black belt for that? Yeah, for, for after the fight. Yeah, but, yeah, sometimes if you get a submission over a guy, like, I thought I would get my black belt after I submitted Mitrione, but my team was like, yeah, you're good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'll get it seven years later. At least you got it. I mean, you had it, but just not physically. Correct. Yeah. Uh, another one, this guy, uh, Gabe Rosado, he was a huge underdog, like a plus 750. Oh, I saw this. I'm a fan of Rosado. He's a beast. Yeah, he's in really like a good guy too. He's in movies too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a stud. So I'll show you the he knockout used to be here. A really big stud, but then you know, shit happens. I'm gonna send you this video, Jin. All right, this is right my there. son. So that dude was a minus fifteen hundred favorite. Jesus Christ, favorite. really? Yeah. Yeah, he's a stud. 
he did burst onto the scene and it kind of oh, fell off. So obviously with my job, I have to watch a lot of fighting and my, my little man, he's nonstop little Boston. He's <laughs> 15 months now. He's not, so he never sits still. The only thing he's in, this is such trouble. The only thing he sits still for is Maroon 5, Doja Cat, BTS. And if you not boxing, if UFC is on, when UFC is on, he'll walk around going pow, 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 pow. And then he will zero in on the TV. This is him as soon as the, he just woke up from a nap, comes downstairs. This is him with his mom seeing the UFC fights on. Look at him. <laughs> it's trouble, dude. <laughs> he goes, Oh, like, yeah, he is doing the pop. Now, watch. <laughs> what a cutie pie, dude. Watch this. Fights. <laughs> pow, 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 pow. Pow, pow. Uh oh, that's, that's trouble, man. Pow, pow. Trouble. Trouble. Well, it depends. Trouble. Could be awesome, but yeah, we'll see. Kind of tough. I have a Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. <laughs> on your hands. Just missing weight and shit. I can't have that. <sighs> All right. So there wasn't an MMA. Well, not necessarily MMA. It was a bare knuckle. Jose, or not Jose. Gamebred. Uh, Jorge Masvidal. Oh, yeah. He has promotion. bare knuckle fight leagues out yeah. there in Miami. And this was a little weird one. So you know your boy, Charles Crazy Horse Bennett, but now he's uh, Charles. The felon. The felon. Tough name. Uh, so there was, it was weird cause it was bare knuckle, but they had MMA rules and Jason Knight actually, uh, what's this clipped him. And then I, I think he tapped him out right after too. All right. You can see it here. Jason Knight, uh, submission rear naked choke round one, Charles Bennett. Mm -hmm. So it's just MMA, no bare knuckle. But it's bare knuckle, but MMA. Okay. Yeah. And the, this gets sanctioned. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And Brock Weaver, who was with the UFC, the, in, uh, the native American guy. You oh, want I as well? Like him. Mm -hmm. Do we have a highlight of the fight or no? Uh, no. There's nothing? That's a shame. I mean, I could find it online, but. All right. You want to see it real quick? Uh, sure. Jason Knight. Yeah, I'm curious what bare knuckle MMA looks like. I'll show you some. So Charles Bennett actually clipped him early, too. That ring's cool. Mm -hmm. So you kind of just have hand wraps. Yep. And you'll see right here, he drops him. Boom. Then I'll show you the finish. Oh, our boy Robin Black was commentating too. Oh, I love Robin Black. Yeah. Body lock. Oh, then he goes to the neck. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's over, over. Yeah, it's really bad. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's game set match. God damn, is he hanging? He goes to yep, sleep, I assume. Oh, uh, nope. Wow. Not bad. It looks, it looks pretty, pretty good. good. The production yeah. looks pretty good. Yeah. So shout out to Game Bread. Uh, this was from last week, but you saw this. Uh, we haven't talked about it here. The fi over five-minute stare down with T Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. Let me see it. <laughs> Not all five minutes. Just I know. let me see the awkwardness. They stare each other down. Yep. For a long time. And then also... God, Deontay looks in fucking shape. Yeah, he looks he's, big. He's on a hell mission, man. Mm -hmm. And I guess he didn't want to answer a lot of questions. So he had the, the headphones on the entire time. 
But Tyson Fury answered a bunch of questions. No one's better on the mic than Tyson Fury. Yes. In combat sports. Fury looks like he always looks, you know, yeah. never, never, you know, he's not going to win Mr. Olympia. <laughs> Do you know that story between uh, Tyson Fury and Klitschko? Like they went to the same sauna together and then Tyson Fury didn't want to leave before Klitschko because it was like a mental war. Oh, and they stayed in there? Yeah. So the uh, Klitschko actually left and then Tyson Fury said that's when he knew he would beat him. Jesus Christ. mentally. So that's why he probably didn't leave there. I think Deontay was the one. Oh, you mean Tyson away. Fury wouldn't leave? Tyson Fury wouldn't leave when yeah, yeah. the sauna I with Klitschko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I yeah, Tyson Fury is my favorite fighter in all of sports, and I just have a weird feeling Deontay Wilder can get it done. I don't I have no reason. Just a bomb. I don't know what it, what it is. Yeah, and Tyson Fury doesn't. Seem- talking about a wounded animal backed up in a corner with all new coaching has something to you know. He knows how important this fight is. Mm-hmm. Fury didn't seem as into it. No, he? this time is a little different. He was partying a little bit more yeah. before he was just completely that bo- sober. That, that, yeah, it bothers me, man. Yeah. One man's on a mission. The other guy's fat and happy. Literally fat and happy. <laughs> Muffin tops, yeah. You can never bet against the fucking Furies, though. But, God, I don't know, man. That's what makes it exciting. I'll have to see the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fury ain't winning decision. Don't get it twisted. If this thing goes decision, that means uh, Fury beat the fuck out of him. But Wild- Wilder's going to win uh, by knockout if this if he wins. Yeah. For sure. And that fight's in uh, end of July? Is it July 24th, I think? Always not the same time I'm in Vegas. I just lined up shows in Vegas. August, I think, 12th through the yeah. 14th. July 24th. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, tickets for Vegas to be on sale. I'm doing the first comic ever to headline the new uh, Wise Guys in Vegas. And you said August? August 12th through 14th. Sweet. Yeah, I haven't done oh, Vegas awesome. in a hot second. That one time with Brian. That's right. Yeah. We were all there. You too. and Kat came, right? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Okay, uh, Eric Koch. Remember Eric Koch? Yes. He has a 18-month sanction for violating UFC anti-doping policy. He took something called stenazolol. Stenazolol. Yeah, it's a straight-up steroid. Yeah, straight steroid. Yeah. So he won't be back until, I think, it says April 20. Yeah, April 2022. A hot second. Yeah. I haven't seen him fight in a long time, too. Yeah, no. He came, remember, he came out super hot yeah. and then kind of fell off. He's on Pettis' team, I think, Rufus. Yep. yep. He came out, yeah. He fell off. And he was like... Then. Super, super pale. Yep. Then he teamed up with a spray tan business, whatever. Tight move. Yeah. <laughs> he got darker. He, he got, got blasted. Now he's all tatted up. Yeah, yeah. He's five and five in the UFC. Blasted. Looks good. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, not to stand the wall. Had some supplements, but no, no more. This one sucks. I just saw this. There's not many details with this, but Luis Pena, Violent Bob Ross. Oh, I liked Violent yeah. Bob Ross. So he's charging Seems friendly. Seems really nice. He has a really cool story too. You know, he was adopted and found his. His biological father threw that ancestry DNA thing. Tight move. Yeah. And they reconnected. What happened to him now? Well, there's not much details on it, but it says uh, robbery, charge of robbery and battery. And then even like uh, two days before this happened, he wrote this on his uh, Twitter. Two days before? Yeah. People aren't comfortable talking about this, but I've been going through some serious mental health issues my entire life and I finally gained the strength to get accept. Uh, the help I've needed. The help I've needed in a long time. If you're struggling, take from me. It's okay to reach out. You don't reach out to the right people, apparently. I mean, who knows when he actually got the you know the arrest or when this actually happened? But he was arrested on Friday. God, that's a bummer. 
So robbery by sudden snatching is classified as third degree felony in Florida and is punishable by, by up to five years and five thousand dollars. Dang. Hopefully he's well. Tragic. Yeah. This is big news. So remember we talked about how Ariel Hawani was going to move from ESPN to something else. So there's a little more clarity now. So he's going to be joining BT Sport. He's going to have his own YouTube channel, and he's bringing back the MMA Hour. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so he's doing multiple podcasts. I think he's one on, one on Spotify, and then the MMA Hour is, I think, a different you know network or different hosting site. That'd be good. I wonder who's going to do the MMA Hour with. Uh, he the, said he's going to just the BT up. Sport guys because um, they're the best in the biz. I think. Yeah. So this as is the team for oh, BT Sport. Yeah. But I'm not wow. sure. I'm not sure he's doing the MMA Hour with them. I think he's joining MMA Fighting to do MMA Hour. And then well, if he did with Biz being and Homeboy on the right, I love the guy on the right. And then the guy at the bottom's great too. All of them, that all that whole squad's fantastic. Adam Catterall. Yeah, he's oh no, great. Petey, Petey, the editor. Petey, the editor. Dan Hardy. Caroline Pierce Caroline is great too. Pierce. Yeah, Michael Bisbee's great. Adam Catterall's fucking amazing. They got Biz being there too. They got a great team there. Yeah. So he's doing more like you kind of mentioned before, kind of doing his own thing. And also joining BT. But does Sport. BT? So he's going to do his own MMA hour. Yeah, and, and his he'll own own that. Yeah, and that's well, on his own channel. I think MMA hour he's going to do with MMA fighting or SB Nation, something like that. And then he has his own podcast that he's coming out with on his own YouTube channel, which he's going to own most likely everything. That'd be good. And then doing all this other side stuff too. That'd be good. Yeah. So it's more like independent. Seems like. Yeah, good. So that's for good. Him. Yeah. BT Sports great though. Mm-hmm. Great. They're my favorite. As yeah, you said that so many by times far too. The best. And then Dan Hardy's still involved in it? Yeah. Wow. Yep. They didn't drop him. Yeah, they got a great team. They're my favorite. Hands down the best. Definitely some of the best. Man, starting something new can be nerve-wracking. Your boys put all his money into a studio, my own studio, and it's nerve-wracking. Wouldn't you like to know beforehand whether it's going to work out or not? I sure would. I could sleep better at night. Thank God for Credit Karma. They can give you more confidence before you make a big decision, man. Credit Karma's game-changing technology shows you tailored offers for credit cards and personal loans that you're more likely to be approved for so you can apply with more confidence. They use your credit and other financial information to show you custom recommendations, whether you want cash back, travel rewards, all right, you got debt. Credit Karma can help you find the offers that fit your goals with a selection of options and approved odds. You have the power to make informed decisions. Credit Karma, apply with confidence. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast to learn more and find offers tailored just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast, or you can see your offers on Credit Karma app. Apply with confidence today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast or the Credit Karma app. This was sad news that Max Holloway had to withdraw. No, dude. From Rodriguez, and it's undisclosed why he's dropped. That's dropping. be a serious injury for Max Holloway to fucking fall out. Yeah. I mean- his leg probably got bitten off by a shark surfing with his girl. Has to be something serious. But the fear is that it's that same thing that messed him up last time. You know, the mental headspace thing, whatever. The fogginess or whatever he said before. But hopefully it's not that. God, I was looking so forward to that fight. Now, Yair, they need to find a replacement. So, someone actually volunteered oh, and actually got called out for it. So, Giga Chikadze says he already agreed. That's a fun one. Yeah, but <laughs> I'll just play this for you because it's very funny, especially with his accent. Max Holloway. Got a set of eyebrows on him. Yeah. Is that Ariel Hawani? <laughs> UFC called me to replace him. And of course, I agreed. And now we're waiting for Yaya. This guy didn't fight for 20 or 21 months. Guess what I was doing this time? I was fighting, fighting, and fighting. Yeah, fighters Six fight. times, I beat all my opponents. This guy started to play game. It's been a few days. I have not heard back 
Hopefully he's gonna show up 17 July. Ooh, tough that fight for Yair. I would not pick Yair in that fight. You call him a pussy? I heard he's a little bit of a pussy, something like that. But with the accent, it just sounds even 10 times I think better. he's more, yeah, for Yair, it's all mental. Yeah, and he hasn't responded to this yet, so. Oh, he was, but I heard he's a little bit of a pussy. <laughs> he yeah. didn't show up four times with Zabit. I heard that he did everything to pull out from this fight. I don't think the guy's scared. To, I don't think the guy's scared of me to see, but hopefully now he's going to meet me in front face-to-face. -face. We're going to talk. I can't wait. Yeah, not a great fight not for Not easy at all. I would not pick Yair to win yeah, that yeah. fight. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully Yeah, for Yair, up. it's all mental, man. It's a mental yeah, issue. Yeah, he's super talented. So talented. So Mexican. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Vitor Belfort, after he fights Oscar De La Hoya, he says he's going to also fight Evander Holyfield three months after. Dude, here's the thing. You, you, you boys are going to learn to respect the MMA game. Vitor's going to beat Oscar De La Hoya unless there's any shenanigans. It's a straight-up fight. He's so much bigger than him. And we're talking about Juicy Vitor oh, yeah, juicy. and his fine-ass wife in the corner? <laughs> what? <laughs> So you have Juicy Vitor. He's going to beat the shit out of Oscar. He's way bigger. Oscar, you know, come on. And then he's going to beat Evander. He's going to beat the shit out of Evander Holyfield, too. If these are real fights, if it's like, the, you know, the shenanigans and there's all this these weird rules and bullshit and it's not real and it's all kind of, you know, fake, then I, I, I can't partake in that. But mm -hmm. if it's a straight-up fight fight, boxing, Vitor's hands are so fast. They're so fast. And if he's allowed to take supplements... Bro, he's going to steamroll through this boxing fucking royalty like you wouldn't believe. Let's go, Vitor. I love Vitor. What a crazy matchup, dude. De La Hoya and Vitor. He's going to knock De La Hoya out. Hate to tell you guys. If it's actually, yeah. Newsflash, Vitor has fast hands and hits hard as fuck. And you get, allow him to get juicy. And but My thing is, Oscar's so much smaller. What weight class is he going to be at? I don't know. Oscar's tiny, dude. He's not a big dude. Even when he's at Coke bloat, he's, mm -hmm. he's still kind of, you know, he's a smaller dude. 175 pounds. And Phenom Vitor will weigh 190. That's not Oscar shredded at 175. That's Vitor sh sh shred all the acai city Vitor at one night. Vitor's going to knock him out. Again, if it's a real fight, I don't, we're in this weird world now. But if it's real, Vitor starches him. I did see some spar not sparring, but like uh, mitt work and whatever. Just from Vitor, shadow no shadow boxing from Oscar. More recently, he's still really fast. That's what he has. He has some speed. But I mean, the <laughs> Vitor has speed. I know Vitor's like the, the fastest. The he was the, the fastest. The guy. Yeah. Well, There's no drug testing. He comes at 190 shredded. Vitor's gonna knock him out. Yeah. And I don't know how much Oscar really cares. No, I don't. It's not the way he's doing it. Again, everyone's like, "Oh, these MMA guys coming over." Mm hmm. Anderson started it, and you're going to see what happens. These guys can fucking fight, dude. Yeah. Now, they're not going to be like a Canelo, like a current guy. I mean, the most current guy is Julio Chavez Jr. He won 50 fucking pro boxing fights. Got outclassed by Anderson Silva. Now, maybe you didn't realize how good Anderson was. I don't give a fuck. Eight rounds, you should figure that out. 46-year-old Anderson Silva. Yes. Yeah. And Vitor's not young either, but Vitor was still knocked out. Oscar he was still knocked out of Vander Holyfield. If it's a real fight. Yeah, yeah. Big caveat there. Definitely. Speaking of Anderson, this was really cool. I guess Chris, Chris Weidman started his own podcast since, you know, he's healing up with his leg. Um, and then he was talking about how, how he treated Anderson and the whole experience after that leg break with Anderson. I, I'll just play it for you because it's really good. Anderson has the roundest head in the world. 
And so it looks like Megamind. The first thing that popped into my head when I broke my leg, as soon as I hit the ground, oh, actually, as soon as I looked at my leg and I seen it flop around, the first thing that went in my head was, I cannot believe, like, I thought about you. I thought about, this is Anderson Silva. Like, this is, my leg looked like Anderson Silva. Like, what the hell? There's no way that's my leg right now. And then it's like, then all of a sudden the pain's coming in. And I and I remember when it happened with you, you know, I I didn't know your leg broke as, as soon as it happened. I, I thought you were just in pain. I circle around and I remember hearing this screaming, like someone was being murdered. And then this I fucking came leg over fell my, off. and then I seen you're holding your leg in a in, yeah. yeah. And I was just I could not believe it. Yeah. And as time went on, like, you know, I, I tried to get in touch with you that week. I felt terrible about it. But as time went on, it was like you kind of forget, I, you know, and I feel terrible now because now I understand the pain that you went through, all the trials and tribulations that you went through. The first thing really, it's kind of long, but he basically said like, he didn't realize how, how bad it was. And then when he realized he wanted to contact him and say stuff. But then later on, as time went on, you know, some fans would take pictures with him and then they would show the, the leg break and he would, they would ask him to take pictures with, you know, with that picture or yeah. sign an autograph with it, whatever. And he said, like, before he would say no, but then later on he was like, right, I'll do it. And how much he regrets that. He was apologizing to Anderson. Anderson said, no, you have no no, no need to apologize, uh, all that stuff. It was really good. He's actually a good podcaster. That's cool. It's very natural. Man. Hopefully it goes well for him. Yeah. This is, is, a, is it an ESPN product or ESPN just posted the clip? That I don't know yet. But, yeah, Chris Wyman's new podcast. I mean, that Ariel's gun. So does Chael and DC get together? Because he used to have Chael and the bad guy. They used to have DC and Ariel show. I didn't even think about that, but that would be a great oh, combination. DC would be yeah. fantastic together. Yeah. I mean, that would have to be the move, yeah? Who knows? ESPN. I just saw this video of Johnny, uh, John Bones Jones, and he's... I'll just show you his back, his back right now. He's looking pretty thick. How hard is that? I don't know how many reps that was. And how hard is this? Uh, was that one? Thirty-five and a forty-five with chains. It's tough because, like, it, like in the bottom, it's like it gets. T it's real easy going down. Then as you go up, it gets tough because the chains. Gotcha. Now he's a fucking beast, man. Yeah, he's looking big. Trying to fight. <laughs> Say so he needs a year to get his body right. Okay, we'll wait. That's cool. As long as he fights in Ghana. Yeah. Your boy Curtis Blades is fighting. God, I love this fight. I saw this. Senior Rosenstrike. Love this fight. Yeah. So UFC 266 in September. Um, Great fight. Uh -huh. On the same card. Let's go Curtis Blades. For sure. Marlon Rise versus Marab Dvalishvili. Dvalishvili. Mm -hmm. Who's also tough a Tough fight for Marlon. Yeah. Very tough fight for him. And this as well, this was announced, Michael Chiesa versus Vincente Luque for 265. Now, I'd assume if Chiesa wins this one, he's he has to be close. He probably won away from another from a title shot. Because Luque's a bad man with jamma. Yeah. Tough fight for Chiesa, but I, I, he can get it done for sure. The date is finally announced for Pitbull versus AJ McKee. It's going to be July 31st on Bellator 263. Oh, nice. We got AJ McKee on Food Truck next week. Awesome. Yep. Him and his dad or just him? Probably just him. I saw him do it with a dad. Nightmare. <laughs> Those dads just take over, you know? They can't yeah. talk to the guy. Well, I mean, Tio's dad for sure. Tio Fomo's dad was like, oh, you want to talk to me? Cool, let's do it. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. 
OSP. Ooh, this is a fun one. Yeah, moving to the heavyweight. Tanner Bozer's great. Yep, so he's moving heavyweight to fight Tanner Has Bozer. Has the Theo Vaughn cut? Yes, he does. And he's missing a tooth. He's so Canadian. <laughs> like a hockey player. I mean, he's so Canadian. So that's that's a fun fight. doing it for a hot second. Yeah, these are all fun fights. Yeah. I guess UFC is just going to keep rolling with the Apex Center because for them, it's for now, yeah. cheap. They that's asked Sam if they're going to switch. He's like, doesn't make sense. For these fight nights, like, you know, we missed out on the live gate, but we save on travel and all that shit. I wish the the zombie fight and the Ige fight was with fans, though. It's weird when you watch those big pay-per-views with all those fans now, uh-huh. and then you watch the fight nights without the crowd, you don't realize. How much energy. Like, we got maybe? so used to not having a crowd, and everyone's like, yeah, we like this. And even I was a big proponent of it. I'm like, yeah, this is dope. And then we see a crowd like, oh, it's not dope. We were just foaming at the mouth for entertainment and we took this it is not dope yeah it's and cool, it's cool hear, you can hear the, the yeah that like the the coaches and stuff like that and the strikes give me the fans man we need the fans yeah totally that. different energy rip his hat off i like that <laughs> shit i missed i didn't realize i was gonna miss brazil that. adesanya versus Vittorio 2 sold six hundred thousand dollars or six hundred thousand pay-per-views worldwide i think five hundred thousand was domestic and other hundred thousand was yeah. Outside. Worldwide's tough because they like I think in Russia and Brazil, Europe, there's no pay per view yeah. like ours. Mm-hmm. Like only America is like eighty bucks. But this is still good numbers, solid numbers yeah. for sure. I think anything over five hundred kills it for him. Honestly, he's consistently broken five hundred pay per view buys for his last three appearances. Um, so he sold eight hundred thousand against Jan. Sold seven hundred thousand against Paulo Costa, dude. To sell six hundred against Marvin Vittori, who's a li- not a name like a pay per view name, mm-hmm. obviously a good fighter, but not a huge pay per view draw. Not bad. No, it's good. Yeah, I mean, Osan is a star. Either way you put it, man, must must watch TV. He's a fucking star. So Kevin Hart and Will Smith are doing a red table talk, but then UFC put this on on their uh, IG. I'll play it real quick. <laughs> He's all serious. Oh, this is great. You like this? I like. I dig that. I dig that red uh, table talk. Right? It's it's fun. Uh, you, you watch on Facebook, I guess. I don't know what you watch. If you ain't on YouTube, I don't see shit, bro. <laughs> I'd love to watch that. I love Kevin Hart. He's my fave. I love Will Smith. Who don't like Will Smith? I'd love to see that. The the only clip I saw of is Kevin Hart talking about how when he you know he cheated on cheated, his girl yeah. and got caught, he had to tell his daughter about yeah. it. Oof. I gotta see that. But I mean the cross promotion with UFC was just, just random. Odd. Yeah, very odd. Another Bruce Buffer thing. I just saw this. I follow him on social media, so he does it funny. <coughs> he's the best. <laughs> so he's <laughs> I guess this is the first dance with the he was invited to a wedding. He does weddings. Yeah. He announces the weddings. Exactly. So I'll just play it for you real quick. I, sh- I should hire him for my for Tiger's next birthday. Boston would freak out. He would he do it free, would, probably, right? Boston would freak out. Tiger, like, what? This guy's so intense. Right. 
Because he's doing all this videotape himself while they're doing their first dance. Like, they're, they're all- Ramon Magic. <laughs> he's such a trip. He's just all up in the video? Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Beffler's a legend, man. Yes, he is, for sure. You you guys won't realize how good he is until he's gone. I love him. Uh, he's he's such favorite. a character, yeah. That's this this Saturday's Gone versus Volkov. Yeah, there's a bunch of That's stuff going on. That's a motherfucking fight. And Gone, to me, when you look at like Francis, you look at the heavyweights, even when, if you look at John Jones coming back, Gone, with the, he has all the skill set. He's by far the most athletic heavyweight. Like pound for pound athleticism, he's by far. His footwork is fucking filthy. So you got Gone versus Volkov. What's the, what's the odds on that? Let's take a look. I would, I, with the experience, I'd assume Volkov's like a minus 175. Gone is minus 167, Volkov plus 135. You have some fun with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Gone, Volkov, great fucking fight. Huge implications of that heavyweight title run, especially for Gone. Marigan beat Rosenstruck. Wasn't the funnest fight, but still got the job done. And also, those, those five rounds are really good. For, he needs that right now in his career. Mm-hmm. Bozer, OSP. You got the most Canadian guy ever in Bozer versus OSP. Uh, Feely's on there. Pineda. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Tim Means doing the goddamn thing. Charles Rosa, probably not. Yancey. Yancey's on there. Solid card, not yeah, as good as decent. last weekend's, but that main event trumps all of that. That main event's fantastic. That main event could easily be a co-main event, or like you know when they, on the pay-per-views when they have the marquee fight, that third fight before the co, and that that's what what that yeah. is. And if you're not that, you're the main event on a fight night. Gain versus Volkov's fantastic fight. Definitely means a lot for the heavyweight division. Yes, hell yeah. And this is on, I believe, Friday, on Showtime, Bellator. Yeah, it's a. Uh, Belter 261, Timothy Johnson. Timothy Johnson I'm looks not gonna every try bit that. like a truck driver. <laughs> yes, he uh, does. That's cool. Does he still have the mustache? You shave it. I if think he still shaved has it, it. Grow it fucking back, dude. No, that's right a great now. mustache. Liz Carmouche still doing the goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Miles Jury. Miles Jury, great to watch. Cody Matthews, Sydney Outlaw. There's Miles a Bobby Jury. Lee on there, too. Bobby Lee. Interesting. Shooting a movie, my ass. He is. Uh, he's supposed to be shooting a movie with Sandra Bullock. He's like in some huge movies. Like a I did see him post movie. some, yeah, some like big celebrities. Birds shooting a movie. I just uh, co-hosted Two Bears One Cave last week. I don't think it comes out to July. Like that's what July. I heard. I'm like, wow, that's insane. Because he just has so many co-hosts, so he's banking while he's in L.A. So Segura's banking him. All right, fun time though. Yeah, I'm sure. When it does come out, it'll be worth it. Segura's one of my favorite people on this earth. He's also who I try to model my career after. After, he's my north star, and I told him that to his face, and it was awkward. <laughs> He was like, oh, cool. Anyway, uh, how about your Porsche? I was like, yeah, but you're my North Star. Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, he's the guy. Yeah. Uh, fun fight on Showtime. That's Friday? Yep. And then well, I think this is Thursday. Oh, PFL. what? Poor girl's getting her ass whooped by Kyla Harrison. I think she's uh, Misha Tate's training partner, Cindy Dandois. Cool. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that. I know. Kyla Harrison is a bad motherfucker. I like how Dana's like, you know, I don't know if she's right for the UFC. Bitch, please. <laughs> If any fighter that I've ever seen is ready for UFC fame, it's Kyla Harrison. Especially female She's right now. She's such a monster. Mm-hmm. I like her like, I wonder how she'd do against, uh, who's the girl that fought last week? The boxer? Black girl? Oh, Clarissa Shields. Come on. I know, that's how you think it would go. I'll tell you who's under the pressure right now, your boy Anthony Showtime Pettis. Yes. 
Sign that big deal. We need your win, Bubba. Root for Anthony here. Cool, man. Yeah, cool car. I think this is Thursday. And then we got boxing. And Rick and Morty season five debuted Sunday, baby. Father's Day. Also, Yellowstone, figure your shit out. For uh, anyone here watch Yellowstone, you do. You're a good guy. Rest of you suck, dude. <laughs> Yellowstone's the best show on goddamn TV. So I take my family to Montana instead of Hawaii for vacation. I cannot get enough of it. Also, I just like how there's just no announcement. Every year they've debuted a new, their new season on Father's Day. This one, there's no update, nothing. The characters from the show would just post on Instagram like, it's so worth the wait. Cool, bitch. When's, when's, when's the go time? When is it? And I kept people like, I think it's just going to air and they're not going to tell us. Oh, you, do you hate views? Don't just fucking spawn it on us, dude. Let us, let us know, man. Let us freaking know. And the rumor was that uh, they didn't want to compete with the Tokyo Olympics, so they're going to save to after August. There's so many rumors. I post about it. So the rumor is that they're going to do it after the Olympics. They're waiting for that, which not a competition. You guys would easily destroy them. But then the other thing is, they're all uh, they put out a casting call for extras. Boom. So they probably need to keep shooting it. Oh, I thought you said you want to be on. It's not a bad idea. I should mm -hmm. help my agent who represents them. I would love to be on, but you got to show my face, man. You can't <laughs> listen. You put me in that Mexican cartel movie, and you had a mask on the whole time. Nobody knew I was in the goddamn movie. Shout to Shia LaBeouf. Uh, it was tough. That's why I realized acting wasn't for me. It was so serious. But I would play a thick-ass cowboy in Yellowstone. But you got to let me, like, you know, at least show me on the horse. You got to do something, man, for me to fucking fly all the way out to Montana. Or Utah. They shoot a lot in Utah. Heartbreaking. Shoot all of in Montana, but also it's in Utah. So you got Javante Davis <laughs> fighting Barrows. Yeah. Uh, and that is uh, a tough fight. Barrows is a undefeated Super light uh, world title holder, WBA world title holder. He's also undefeated. If you're watching the countdowns, those fucking all accesses or countdowns, whatever you want to call it, on Showtime it's called all access. They will make, they will get you to buy any fight, any fight. They're shot really well. They're so yeah. good. Chappelle loves that Barrels guy because he's uh, into punk rock and wears like punk rock shit. So Chappelle's like, oh, he's my favorite fighter. I'm like, all right, dude, you've never heard of him before. But yeah, that's this this weekend. Yeah, and he's like a he's not that huge of a favorite, uh, Davis. This is he's a toss mamma jamma, yeah. Minus five hundred. Eh, okay. It's not too crazy. Not great. Usually he's like really yeah. hugely favorite. He's going up a weight class, you know, so it, maybe they don't know if his power's gonna translate. Yeah, Lomachenko minus two thousand. That makes sense. That's fun. Yeah. Enjoy that Nakataki. Nakatani? Nakatani. Nakatani. Enjoy that. This is Lomachenko, yep, monster. Mm -hmm. Is that it, dude? That should be it for the fights. Oh, wait, hold on. My bad. Bare knuckle. Holy shit, there's a lot of fights. Yeah. Joey Beltran. This Hector week, Lombard, this summer Joe is so pop in right now. Oh, yeah. You got Bare Knuckle, which I'm a fan of. You got Joey Beltran, who's always fun to watch. Train with Joey. Great fucking guy. Killer. You got Hector Lombard, Joe Riggs. Old school. Take my fucking money. <laughs> and then you got Thiago Alves. Mm hmm. Hell yeah. Against Ulysses Diaz. Still don't know where to watch this. <laughs> You'll get plenty of messages, I'm sure. And then I thought Paige Van Zandt was supposed to fight Rachel Ostovich this weekend, too. But no, huh? That's postponed? This weekend? Oh, I don't know if it's postponed. Because I'm, like, as Paige said, come for the fights, stay for the titties. Yeah, hold on. Oh, no. So that one's the next one. 
That's the next one? Yeah. I will watch that one for sure. July 23rd. Okay. Fantastic. But this one's June 26th. A lot of recognizable names there. Hell yeah. That's mm-hmm. a great card. That's a, that's a crispy card for Bare Knuckle, yeah. man. All four fights. Great fights. Yep. Is that it? That's it. All right, man. Tons of fights for you guys to get into this weekend. As my son says, pow, pow. Um, for me, chilling a little bit. I have a little bit of a break on the tour side because I'm building the Thick Boy Studio. So I got to be in town to make sure all that gets done. Chin can't wait to get in there, have oh, his yeah. own goddamn office or whatever the hell you want to do, Chin. Um, he's probably going to sleep there. So that's cool. Most likely. Most likely. Uh, July 16th, July 17th. I'm at the Ha Ha Comedy Club in Los Angeles. I've never performed there. Heard great things, great club. Uh, it's being ran by the Ice House because the Ice House isn't open due to reconstruction. So I booked a full weekend at HaHa's. Me and some funny-ass friends. Uh, special announcement for who else will be on the lineup. But that's July 16th and 17th. L.A., get your mask off. Come on out. Buy tickets. Tickets are available at FATKZ.com. Uh, and then besides that... I have Raleigh, North Carolina, August 19th, August 21st. And I will also have uh, the week before that, August 12th through the 14th, I will be in Las Vegas. So stay tuned for those tickets. I'll blast all over my social media. Then September gets frosty, man. We have San Jose, September 9th through the 11th, just went on sale, San Jose Improv. And then we will also uh, pre-sale for my big show in San Antonio, AT&T Center, Outdoor Theater, in San Antonio, I'll be rocking that Spurs jersey, and that's in conjunction with the San Antonio Spurs. So they're gonna be blasting all out. You get those emails, San Antonio. Two shows, and it's September. I want to say twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Don't quote me on that, or do September twenty fourth, twenty fifth, San Antonio, AT and T Center, biggest venue your boys done. It's an outdoor theater. I cannot fucking wait, man. And then mom, I'm coming home, doing something special, shooting something special in Denver, Colorado. That's Comedy Works, downtown Denver, hometown, September 30th through October 2nd. Get those tickets now. Family and friends, don't ask for me for tickets. Get your tickets now. Those will sell out. I will be on shows. That's September 30th through October 2nd, Denver, Colorado, Comedy Works. But yeah, we got a bunch of dates coming up. So on there, coming soon, will be San Jose pre-sale tickets for the ATT venue. And then also Vegas will be added uh, August 12th through the 14th at the very first debut opening of the club, grand opening of Wise Guys in Las Vegas, Nevada. Me and the crew will be out there. And then Los Angeles, July 16th through the 17th. Uh, I know they have Pittsburgh on there, July 22nd through 24th, but that's being rescheduled because I have to be in town for the studio. So, yeah, man, we got some cool shit coming up. And then on Thick Boy, uh, Thick Boy YouTube, uh, we're still, once we get to 100,000 subscribers, I'll pick three random subscribers, random fans to fly out and work out with me, Mark Harley and Chappelle Lacey, and come to a podcast of your choice. One of the million podcasts that I do, you get to sit in on and see what the experience is all about. But we just launched uh, the Thick Boy YouTube, got some fun content on there right now. Also on there, uh, our first fight companion quotes, we called Calabasas Fight Club. Uh, with me and I'll announce who else is on those fight campaigns with me. Uh, the first one should be, if all goes as planned, July 10th for the Conor McGregor Dustin Poirier fight. And that will be available on the Thick Boy YouTube page only. It's going to be fun, man. A lot going on. Go to Thick Boy right now. Subscribe. We're at almost 17,000 now. It's been about a, up for a week. So we moving, baby. We get to 100,000. We'll pick those three random fans, man. Let's get it. Uh, all right. LA, you're on the clock for stand up. 
went through all the dates, FATKZ.com for tickets. Also this Friday, this Friday, new Thick Boy uh, merch launch. We have the sleeveless hoodies and shorts dropping. You've seen it on the YouTube page if you've uh, gone there. All my boys working out in it. Uh, it's the sleeveless gray and black uh, also is on there. Sleeveless cutoff Thick Boy Nation hoodies. And then also uh, Thick Boy shorts as well. They're there, the black, the yellow. That's the squad there in them. That drops this Friday morning at thickboy.com, thick with three C's. That's it, kids. I love you guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. You guys make the show possible. Enjoy the fights this weekend.